Okay. Maybe if I can't see myself, just this will help. I'll talk into the ether. That's all I'm doing. I'm just screaming into the void at this point. So welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri, coming at you live from my office. It's another wonderful Tuesday. There's 30 days left in the year. You're probably up getting ready for work or you're driving. You're stuck behind someone. You're seeing brake lights. You're thinking another morning, another evening or morning time commute just ruined by traffic. And I'm just here to tell you that I'm right there with you. I'm sitting there right there with you. You know how upset I am lately? My wife ate both of my mangoes. Both of them. Not just one. She casually walked up and said, hey, you want a piece? And I was like, hey, you know, no, it's good. You know, I assumed she was just eating one of the two. Nope. She ate both of them. And I didn't realize that until it was too late. So I'm lacking my usual mango powers. But uh, this is what you get. This is what you get. There's 30 days left in the year, guys. We made it. Pretty soon, it'll be January 1st. We'll be nursing a hangover, and everyone will pretend to be different. The gyms will be packed, or at least New Year's resolutions about the gym will be packed. Ugh, my coffee has gone cold. That was gross. And, uh, yeah, that's what's coming up soon, guys. 30 days. What the hell are we going to do? If you have, everyone I've asked, everyone who listens to the podcast, my loyal 27 viewers, they're like, hey, I'm not doing anything different. Literally, none of them are doing anything different. So that's depressing. But here I am to continue to inspire. Uh, The only one who is doing something different, at least that's what it seems like, is my wife. She's been just going at the gym, just exercising, coming up to me. She's probably the only person who hasn't let me down like a hundred percent of the time like occasionally she has her bad days and she still sticks through it i have so many people who always come up with excuses and my lord excuses get old sorry that was me burping (laughs) but uh yeah like the excuses the train of them are getting nuts. This whole weekend, I spent it just making excuses, whining, just shutting down over and over. And it wasn't until, I think, Sunday morning that I was like, wow. Uh, that was draining to be a part of and for other people to be around. Like I, I shouldn't have been like that. I don't know how I got in that headspace. This morning, I woke up with like renewed fire and... Uh, that's nice. So uh, one thing we can do, since no one's doing crap, naturally, we spend a lot of money around this time frame. What else do we do? We eat nothing but baked goods, sugar cookies, fucking brownies. It, it just, you just You eat so much. There's feasts. There's ham. There's multiple gatherings. You drink. There's merriment. But it's... Come on, control yourselves. Jesus Christ, like, you don't need to buy everyone 7,000 things. Sure, it feels good, 
But your bank account is still your bank account come January 1st, come December 26th. And for my Jehovah's Witnesses that fear, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be that rude. They don't fear holidays. They just don't celebrate them. And I'm constantly trashing multiple religious uh, faiths. I'm sorry about that because it is rude of me to attack people's belief systems. So I'm uh, vowing to stop doing that. From here on out, I'm a changed person. And I don't care if you believe in flying unicorns, flying spaghetti monsters, the Yeti monsters. Oh, yeah, this is cold. Fuck, I need energy. Oh, it's like taking a really gross shot. But, uh, stretch, stretch, stretch. Gotta grow. But no, guys, control yourself. Like, you don't have to put on 10 pounds this month. And it's not healthy. 10 pounds is a lot. That's not like just something, I just accidentally put on 10 pounds. I have plenty of friends who have been saying they're 20 pounds overweight when truth be told, they're 80 to sometimes 100 pounds overweight or even more. People lose control of themselves. It's time to get it back, guys. So many of my friends are like, yeah, I'm going to start working out. And I openly mock them. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, bud. And they don't do it. They don't go work out. It's like they don't, even when I write them plans and I'm like, do this, do that. This is all you got to do. It's just 10 minutes a day. You don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to do all this. And people still don't do it. I've had so many clients fall off the train immediately. I have, we all make excuses. I make them all the time. I, I think I went 26 years of my life without making the bed. Maybe more. I, I might even be lying. It might have been 30 years. I don't know when I started making the bed, but I make it every time. I make it so much that my wife's in the bed when I'm making it. And she goes, hey, you know, I'm still in here. And I'm like, yeah, but now when you get up, you only have to kind of like flip your side of the bed down. I got you, sweetie. And uh, that's just one little thing that I started doing. Things compound. Next thing you know, you're lifting weights. I don't, I don't know. You're making changes. The first time I read a financial book this year, my mind exploded. I started hitting everybody up. I'm like, hey, did you know that you can save money and it doesn't seem like you're broke? And I know that sounds crazy. I was like, but I went down the rabbit hole of investing, uh, index funds, bonds, and I just couldn't. I, I it, Ugh. Sorry, I'm having like a meltdown because I'm thinking about how I spent the first 14 years of my adult life. I'm starting at 18 in my head, and technically I got a job at 15, so I uh, should have been investing way earlier, and I could have so much money. And by so much money, if I started investing at 15, by now I'd have at least 100 grand in in my uh, investment portfolio. That's minimum. But now all I have is like 800, well, I had like 1,500, and then my computer broke, and because I love you guys and I want a podcast, I went out and charged my credit card and got really expensive computer parts that I probably didn't need just for you. Go ahead and hit that like button. That's all I ask. I, there's no money exchange. Hit the like button just for me. Please hit the like button. <laughs> I'm like begging everyone. If there's 27 listeners, 27 likes, come on, just click it. Did you do it? Okay, I, I, you know, that's, I hate it when people do that. So, 
If you did, thank you. If you didn't, fuck you. But come back next episode. Uh, so yeah, guys, get the shit going, man. All right, so let's let's just go over investing real quick. I I I haven't planned for this. I haven't wrote it down. But everyone, I have so many friends that have said that you know, if I had this money, I I would invest. I'm saving for this. And I'm very uh, nosy in my friends' lives. Um, if you're my friend, I'm a little invasive, a little intrusive. And, uh, you know, I use the information you give me as a weapon against you at all times. No, no, no. But truly, I, I like to reach out and talk to people, talk about everything they're going through. And if they're sad, I'm like, oh, my God, reach out to me and stuff like that. I like to counsel the people around me. Uh, so I, I know a lot of their intimate shit going on in their life. And uh, so when they say, hey, I'm not going to, you know, I can't put money away. Like there's literally zero money in an investing account because they're like, I'm saving for this. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. By all means, that's a good start. You're saving for something. And you're like, so, you know, what's your credit card situation look like? And they're like, yeah, those are maxed out. And I'm like, What? Like, you can't save if, you're, if you have credit debt. I'm sorry, you can't. That's like 24% interest. I would take your money 100% of the time at those rates. Every single time. So you got to get those down to zero 100% of the time. If you, can't, if, if you have credit card debt, that means you're living above your means, and that's, that's just not okay. It's just not. Let's just be honest. If you can't afford something, don't charge it. You, you can't afford it. You can't afford it. That's fine. Don't don't chase the clout. Be you. Next step. If you make, I'm just throwing out like a fake number. Let's say you make $1,000 a month and you need 800 of that to live, survive, enjoy your life. Put the other 200 in savings. Maybe 150. Just take 10%. Start there. The next time you get a raise, put the raise money into your... In, in, just keep ah, ah, ah. sorry I'm, I'm just uh, just people won't listen that that's how i feel and i don't want to have like a, a shitty outlook on how things work out it's just i i want to help people and no one's listening and it, i like the 20 people that listen that's what i that's what i mean i just wish people would take a more we don't think we're gonna live to see 50 yet we know so many 50 year olds our parents, most of them, are, are still with us. Sometimes, you know, shit happens, and uh, they're not. And uh, I forget where I was going with that. But, you know, this. I'm sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. I, I don't think you are. But, like, I don't think she has much of an invested savings in anything. And when she goes, that sounds terrible. But for one day, she's going to die. You know, that's pretty depressing. People die. Every, every, we're all going to die. And that's, that's scary to some. And to me, it's sweet relief. <laughs> um, but I'm hoping that when I go, there's my, the people to carry on, whatever the hell you want to call my life, my teachings. I want it to be, I want them to inherit something. I don't, I, like, I have a 12-year-old daughter a five-year-old son. I have a 
26-year-old wife, and there's a good chance I'm going to go first. And instead of spending all my money on everything else and pretending like I'm saving for something and then still spending going off to get five double cheeseburgers with a large Mountain Dew, Ben, uh, fucking put that money away. There's so many, there's no reason to just not plan on your future. You're going to be, we're all going to be 50 one day. And if you're already at 50, you should be planning to live to 70. And not just a 70-year-old human being, but you should be a healthy, functional 70-year-old, you know, hoping no dementia and all that other stuff that comes in, cancer, et cetera, et cetera. Just do your best. Exercise. Don't be obese in 50 don't be obese in 70. You you got to just you if you start now the grind start seems huge but the next thing you know like yeah I work out every day just 5 10 minutes. All of a sudden the pounds start shedding, you feel better about yourself, the next thing you know you're joining your kids for their athletic events. You're like, "Yeah, I can run with my kids. I can do fun stuff." Like my wife was outside running around the the lake here and my son was on a scooter just zipping around and they were just having a good time and there's so many people i know they they literally can't run and i'm not trying to shame them everyone's got their own reasoning but i don't know there's nothing in here i don't know why i'm holding this but uh we gotta we gotta start somewhere that that starts with planning for our future like when my kid turns or graduates from college I'd like it. I'd like her to have basically a free car from me. If when she graduates college, I'm gonna be like, "Here you go." I don't do the whole high school. Oh my God, you graduated high school? Big whoop. Well, I'm sorry, but almost everyone graduates high school. Uh, that's the standard in life, in my opinion. When you when she graduates college, I want her to have a free car, a down payment on a house. As soon as she gets her career started, I'm gonna be like, "Here you go." I've done what I can to teach you about money. Now it's time for you to plan your future. Yeah, when I die, you'll probably get a lot of money, but let's not fucking wait on that. Protect yourself. They always say that one person makes the money. The next person who gains the money tries to uh, not squander it, but the third generation, that's usually when the teaching stops, and uh, they squander the money. I'm hoping maybe I can carry on a better legacy than that. Have these on YouTube. One day my daughter will be like, oh, what was dad like? It'll be 10 years from now, and this YouTube video will still be up. I mean, as long as YouTube doesn't go under. That's 10 years of this content being out there. And in a way, it's like an encyclopedia of my own life, my own thoughts. And, uh, yeah. In 10 years, if I save the way I'm saving now... I'll have roughly $50,000 in the bank. Um, not the bank either. Invested in multiple stocks, bonds, index funds, maybe some crypto. Um, whatever. Those are all asses. Those are all asses. Jesus. Assets. I do like asses, but we're looking for assets, things that make you money. Albeit in 2020, asses can make you money. However, mine is not there. My wife, she's got a she's got a dunk on her. Her her butt could make her some money. But she's a teacher, so we're not gonna go there. Um, yeah, my teachers are always 
not attractive human beings. Like they were, I'm sorry, they just weren't. They were, they were fine, they're beautiful in their own way. But like, so when I see my wife and like the teachers now, I'm like, what the hell is this? My teachers were all like in their like late 40s, early 50s. One guy looked a lot like Robin Williams, just hair everywhere, just knuckles. And uh, yeah, I'm married to a teacher and they don't, they don't make them the same anymore. It's way different. So kudos to you, wifey. Um, what was he talking about? All right. Anyways, let's, let's move on. 30 days, you get it knocked out, start saving, open up an account. I don't understand why people freak out opening an investment account. I can't even get them to open up a Robinhood account. I'm like, yo, here's some free money. You get five bucks, I get five bucks. You start saving now. One check, you take out 10 bucks just to quell the fear that you're going to mess up or something and invest too much or lose too much immediately. And you're like, oh, yeah, hey, I got $10 inside of, I don't know, Target for the women who love shopping at Target. Um, I love shopping at Target too. Um, but just put away some money. Just start there. If you, if you want a link, there's, oh, cool, I can do that. I'm going to put my link in the description below. This is almost kind of like a, it's not a sponsorship ad or anything like that. I do not uh, get any money from Robinhood in the sense that they're not paying me to say this. But that's what I use. I just use Robinhood. It's easy. It's free. And uh, yeah, there's a link in the description below. If you want to use it to start, it helps me. It'll help you. Cool. We, we just start. We start an investment. Maybe I'll start like a, an in a uh, Thursday night uh, Robin Hood investment where I'll just pull up my portfolio. You'll see it on screen, and uh, I'll just, you know, be transparent. This is what I got in it. This is the shit I own. This is where it's been. It's going up. It's going down, et cetera, et cetera. My tactics for investing, which is basically just buy and hold until you die. Um, <laughs> it's, to, to be honest, people are like, to be a millionaire is like impossible, but... You can be, we can all be millionaires by 50 if you invest properly. It's not like you're buying lottery tickets here. These are real companies that you own. Uh, and if you invest wisely, you, you can get to a point in your life where you're comfortable enough to just kind of live off the dividends or at least have something to give your family when you go so you're not a nuisance in the fact that you're like, oh my God. Can you guys cash at me some money because I don't... Why do I keep grub... There, there's nothing here. Just a gross drop of energy. Caffeine! Okay. <sighs> One other thing. Uh, I'm just going to start. I'm, all right, guys. Mr. Dad Mango's here. Just going to tell you. Every time like, it's become a meme in my group chat that I'm in... Uh, when people are like, hey, I'm going to buy this $9 video game that I know they're not going to play. They're just trying to fill that dopamine section or serotonin or whatever it is that's just gushing in our brains some moments of retail therapy. It's going to basically, basically when I say, hey, man, I, I pick like a, a, a stock that has a low value right now. And I'll be like, hey, you know, that's like three Nokia stocks. And uh, they'll be like, thanks, dad. And I'm like, but, but seriously, like, when you buy that game, it'll never make you money. It won't. 
And if you play it all the time, sure, you're you're getting your money's worth. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I just know my friends, and I know me. There's 40 games in my Steam library. I don't play any of them. And I know some of you are thinking, 40? That's it? Those are rookie numbers. You got pumped them up. Yeah. I'm talking to you then. You have all these games that you're just collecting for, I don't know, for no reason. It just seems wasteful. And I'm finally at that point where I don't want to spend all this money. I felt horrible spending the amount of money on the computer. I still don't know what to do with my hands. I, but it had to be done. And for the first time in my life, I was like, I need a computer not just to get on Facebook and old school MySpace, but now I need a computer because this is my way of working. <laughs> and uh, it feels great. It does. Yeah. So stop making money excuses. Stop making workout excuses. Stop drinking the Mountain Dew, Benjamin. Sorry. I just... I, the guy is... Uh, well, I think he's my next guest. He's, uh, I'm excited for that. Cool dude. A little hateful. That's fine, right? That's cool. Uh, so, yeah, guy in Germany, right in. I'm waiting for it. I want to talk to you. Make money. Yeah, everything you do, make money. If you're at home, you got four hours to, to binge watch shows. I don't know, maybe spend one of those hours trying to actually figure out how to make, monetize something, how to make something work for you. Bring value to your life. Don't watch another episode of The Big Bang Theory. I swear to God, if some other person goes, oh my God, I miss Bazinga, I'm just going to, I'm not going to do anything, but in my head, I've killed you, okay? I've murdered you. Like, Stop watching TV all the time. Like, it, even in my case, I'm like, I'm just going to start listening to audiobooks. I, I got to I gotta get the, the brain flowing in different ways. I need my imagination flowing. I have a horrible imagination, and uh, I'm, I'm working on that. I remember my son said, I hope my imagination is always like this. He's five. You know, like when someone, like, posts, like, oh, my God, my son woke up at uh, he's a three-year-old, and he woke up, and oh my god, he said that women's rights and Black Lives Matter, and all the stuff that like you know they they didn't say that, but like when my five-year-old woke up and said, I hope well, he didn't wake up, but he was playing. He goes, I hope my imagination stays like this. I was like, you know what, this kid is aware that he his brain is just going crazy, and it's it's revolving around a world that isn't real in his case, and he's just having fun with it. He really is. It's crazy. I remember he was like hitting a tree with a hammer. He goes, I'm fixing it like in Minecraft. And then all of a sudden he's hitting other stuff. And I'm like, hey, please, you're, you're carrying a real hammer. Be careful. And uh, as a parent, they're always going to somehow run into traffic. So that's that's fun. Uh, I forget where I was going with that. I don't know. No, it's cool. No, if you're awake, I love you, buddy. You're always in the back seat falling asleep, though, when my podcast comes on can only assume that you think I'm boring. Uh, so Mr. Elf sir showed up. I don't know if anyone does that tradition, but basically the magical elf of Santa was sent off and he's going to spy on Noah for the next 30-something days or till Christmas or Christmas Eve. And then he's going to go back to the North Pole around Santa and he's going to be like, yo, this is the way 
uh, Mr. Noah was acting, good or bad. And my son, every time he kind of has like a little temper, he looks up at Mr. Elf like, oh, man, he's watching. And it's kind of cute. I've never, uh, I, I didn't experience that growing up. I don't remember if I was told that Santa is real. And I don't remember like figuring it out or anything. I just don't think I believed. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just cool to see uh, my my son's uh, journey with that. I know all my Jada friends have just all rolled their eyes. And they're like, we don't believe in that witchcraft. And I said I was going to be nice, and it's already down the drain. And that's how easy it is not to do things you said you want to do because excuses always show up. All right, guys. That's another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri. If you haven't hit the like button, please hit the like button. Last time, I got like seven. Thanks, but come on. Come on, viewers, listeners. Let's go. Uh, oh my god, why did I sound like Mickey Mouse? Um, yeah, thanks for watching. The next episode, we'll have a guest. It will be nice. Can't wait for it. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Please write into the email at lifealmostwithoutme at gmail.com. If you're ready to start investing, click the link down below. And by all means, have a great mango day. Cue the music. <laughs>